She's the professor and life coach known around the world. Give it up for Dr. Erin Bryant. Then you have children activities can prove distracting for you when you're married. During your marriage, you have your kids doing things. You can get involved in the community, which I did. But the thing is, for me specifically, when I'm going through this stuff, finding myself out on a golf course as much as I can, doing all these community things as much as I can, I don't even know how my spouse feels. And honestly, she never told me because she didn't communicate much. We did do a marriage retreat once, but that was kind of in one ear out the other. And, and then you start, we're not heading in the right direction. You care to go, um, you know, you start having arguments, the things that you once agreed on, you no longer agree on. So it gets at a point where you start seeing what they say, the writing on the wall. So it's a sad situation. I told you about the Facebook posts and I want to read some of them to you because there are soldiers out there who are going through the very same thing right now. One of the posts that caught my attention was this guy who posted on December 1st, 2020. He said, my wife told me today she's done and wants a divorce. I don't know what I'm going to do. She said she's done waiting to see if I have another breakdown. I really don't know how I feel about it all. I really just feel numb right now. Been married 14 years. That sucks. So there's a whole lot of responses from this guy. There's actually 32 and counting right now. And some of the, you know, it's interesting because the responses can be very supportive. And some of them could be advisable. You know, they're trying to give you some guidance. You know, as one woman said, it happened to me at seven years. If someone can't handle you at your worst, they re weren't really meant for you. I know you can't see that right now. I'm sorry. It's shitty when people don't want to fight for you anymore. Somebody else said, so sorry to hear that. So sorry to see, hear that. We'll be praying that she has a change of heart. Another person said, I don't know what your episodes look like, but not everyone can handle the roller coaster rides of mental health conditions. It doesn't make her an awful person, just an honest one that may even be afraid of how you get during your episodes. None of us know your situation nor hers. So judgment shouldn't be reserved. All you can do at this moment is take care of you and seek any help you may need. I got another guy who posted, brother, really sorry to hear that. I'm going through the same thing. I'm just staying positive and think about my kids. Also working 13 hours a day, six days a week helps me stay sane. <laughs> He said, I would have worked more, but my company only lets us work six days straight. Again, I'm so sorry to hear that you found 
that you find, I hope you find some solace. So, you know, I share that because these are the things that I read and hear, and it's why I do this show. Um, but like the one person who said, don't necessarily blame the spouse. If you actually got married after post-military, they really have no clue of what you've been through. Let's go to the present. I want to wrap this show up by talking about something more current. So fourth marriage now, still a struggle. All right. hundred percent. You may or not, may or may not be a hundred percent like me. You may or may not be P and T like me. That's permanent total for those who may not know. You may have been retired by VA like myself. I don't know your status, but I can tell you this. We have already said finance is one of the number one things that can hurt a marriage. Now, some people got more money than others. Some people find other hobbies. Some people are great investors and have homes or whatever. Everybody's a little different, but it's a still a tedious process to manage who you are. VA appointments after VA appointment after VA appointment. I'm constantly doing mine. The therapist creates roller coasters in your head. I don't know about you, and I don't know how good you are, but I got roller coasters. I'm going up and down, up and down. And then you got TBI. Then you got the anger. Oh, take the meds. Okay, now I'm numb. Okay, now I got lack of emotion. Guess what? Spouse is not happy. You know, a wife can support you all with every intention. But sometimes they tend to forget. They'll make comments like, why do you do that? Did you forget this? Why do you not want to go here? How come you don't want to go with me? How come you don't want to go there? I wish you would, whatever. You get these comments and you kind of think, well, maybe she doesn't know who I am or she doesn't understand what I'm dealing with. For me, it's like, just leave me alone. All right, so let's be a little positive here. There are many veterans out there who have positive experiences. On my show, I've talked to various people. I have one vet. He's been to combat zone four times. He is gainfully employed. He's just mentioned to me he has been married, I think he said 24 years. I am so happy for him because he's actually a combat arms veteran who is still gainfully employed and still has apparently, I'm assuming a happy marriage, but he's married just the same. And some of these, you know, veterans have these advantages, you know, because their spouse was married to them during their service. So they're more understanding. They've been there with them. Uh, either that veteran was non-combat, so they don't have as many challenges to deal with. Um, like my brother, his spouse is a veteran, so that could be helpful. Again, understanding the circumstances. 
or you come from a family of veterans, you know, the dad or the uncles and the wife's family members, which is why she likes you in the first place, blah, blah, blah. So you're surrounded by support or that culture. You know, I, I really, really, really wish I could give you some answers because if I could, that means I would have it for myself. I just don't know what to say. I can give you what I can leave you with. And the number one thing is do not give up. Do not give up. We have too many veterans that are committing suicide and they're giving up. And I don't want to lose any more friends, brothers and sisters. I really don't. There's, there's, there's resources out there that's available to you. I lost a very dear friend of mine. He's a fellow Army Ranger. Uh, we were in the same motorcycle club at the time. And he, you know, him and I used to talk and chat almost daily because we we're at the origin of this new chapter for us based on where we live. And he uh, saw something in me to work behind the scenes and i literally i kid you not we used to chat talk almost daily and then next thing i know it he gave up during COVID, you know COVID kicked off in march of 2020 i think i started losing my mind probably around i want to say june maybe even maybe even may and it started getting worse my my sessions started to increase and i'm pretty good at hiding i'm pretty good at hiding my emotions from my spouse from people that i talk to i typically can again i have my own personal roller coaster i'll make myself look here and i'm really down here you know but it started getting to the point where the walls were closing in so I had a conversation with my therapist and I want to share that with you based on some of the things that we talked about and hopefully you can probably find something from that. So she had asked me, what are some of your passions? And I said, well, I love golf, but I can't, you know, I can't play golf. You know, I'm still going through my physical therapy from the surgeries and then, um, you know, I just can't, my body won't handle it. So we worked with a few things and she provided me some medication that help with my muscles and things like that. And to make a long story short, I'm able to get back and play golf again. Here we are about six months later and I started playing golf again. I'm really excited by that. Game's not the way it used to be, but I'm out there. Uh, the other thing is I love my Harleys. I love riding and I'm a part of a motorcycle club. They give me a little bit of an outlet. Um, so that helps. I'm not saying that you, you know, join a motorcycle club, but if you have, like if you're in the cars, um, there's Corvette clubs. If you're in the motorcycles, maybe join an MC club. I have an all Rangers, um, all Rangers motorcycle club, Killer Man's Sons. Um, I used to be a part of that. I decided to join a different one. That's a little bit more diverse. I use that word, but I mean, you find what works for you. Then I started doing this podcast and this podcast has been immensely helpful for me because it gave me a chance to talk to you and to meet a lot of people who have resources. And I feel like I'm doing something that's positive 
And because I'm such a community oriented person, that's really helping me. And the thing that I found that's really surprising, almost to a fault, is that I love to travel. And the thing about traveling is that it gives me the ability to transplant myself somewhere else, literally. So I remove myself out of the element that is not happy for me. And I hate to say that, but I must tell you guys, I live in a community, ain't nothing but white people and Indian people around me. And I'm, I'm, I'm a guy from Compton. No offense to the white and Indians out there. It's just that in my little, small little community, it's so upscale and pompous and conservative. It's driving me crazy. I, I can't relate to anybody on certain levels. And the thing is, I, I got to get out of here. You know, so for me, it's like, okay, let me go and be somewhere else just for a week or whatever distractions. And I did it by accident and come to find out I love it. So now it's kind of a hobby. And unfortunately, I, you know, I should say unfortunately, but fortunately it costs a little money, but you know what? I don't care. So I found that I can go places that is affordable. So I mentioned, I think I mentioned that I went to Jamaica not too long ago. I don't like Jamaica. People love Jamaica. I don't like it. I don't like it for two reasons. One, I don't like it because mosquitoes eat the hell out of me. And so that was a distraction because I was always got bites all over me. But two, you got to tip everybody, everybody. I'm constantly running out of ones and fives and constantly tipping. I think I spent more money on tipping than I ever spent on a vacation. I'm like, this is not fun. I'm like in a deficit of like 600 bucks because of tipping. The longer you are, the more tips you're doing because everything you do is service related to get somebody to cater to you. I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. So Mexico was a blast. I went to Mexico. I stayed in the all-inclusive and I couldn't have had more fun. Now I will say this, don't do inclusive anymore because all inclusive means you're stuck at, well, it's, like you're, you, it's an option, but you are supposed to remain in that place and everything is covered and paid for. And I get that, but I had more fun outside of the resort. So it's kind of an interesting thing to leave and go do things outside. And guess what? Meals, a couple of dollars. Ubers, a couple of dollars. I literally gone here, did that everywhere. I don't think I bro spent over $200 in the, I forgot how long I was, maybe a couple of weeks. I had a blast and I'm going back. So that has proved to be a great thing. And I'm actually going to take you guys with me when I go again, uh, because there are some experiences that are very therapeutic. So I'm still on meds. Yeah, the doctor gave me meds. I still have my therapist, um, my back pains, my headaches, all this stuff. I'm still dealing with all that. None of that goes away, but I don't know if you noticed and I just kind of caught myself. I got excited talking about the things that I enjoy. That's what you gotta have to do. You gotta have to find something you enjoy. And even though you're married, you're gonna have to get your spouse to support it. Marriage is hard. I know that. Get your spouse to understand who you are. Get them to attend therapy with you. Get them to see the reality of what's necessary for you to be able to survive. That's all I can give you. That's all I can give you. 
So if you got ideas, please reach out to me. Let me know. I'll share it. Help yourself. Help me. I'll do the same. Vice versa. We're in this together. So on that note, I'm going to have a drink to you and uh, end this show. And to all my veterans and families out there, be blessed, be safe, take care of yourself. Know that when I do this show, I'm speaking to you, but please understand that there is somebody else out there listening and it's not just me. We're a team, we're collaborating, we're sharing resources. That is my show. My name is Dr. Aaron Bryant. You're listening to Dr. Bryant Speaks. And on that note, I want to say thank you for listening. This is the show. Hang in there. Stay strong.